It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, and the ESPN MT app. Jeff Safford behind the glass hitting us with a classic baseline to kick off hour number two. We had a great hour number one with you. First segment, Colton Juanez and myself, Andrew Houghton, uh, discussing all things related to this year's second edition of the Bobcat-Grizz basketball rivalry. It was in Bozeman in the middle of January. It's coming to Dahlberg Arena on Saturday. Women's game tipping off at 2 p.m. Men's game following at 7 p.m. We'll have more coverage for uh, previewing that game tomorrow right here on Nuanez Now. First hour, we also heard from Lady Grizz star Carmen G. Feller. And in the third segment, heard a little excerpt from the newest episode of Trailblazers, my podcast about the 1994 Montana women's soccer team. If you missed anything from that first hour, go and check it out on the Nuanez Now podcast. You can find it by searching Nuanez Now on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Go and check that out. The Nuanez Now podcast brought to you by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore, and Schulte Law, second hour, Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, coming up in just a minute. But before we get to Carolyn, we've got to give you a chance to win some Florence Coffee Company gift cards. You can stay up late now any night with Florence Coffee Company. New expanded hours open until 8 p.m. at several of their kiosks in the Garden City. You can text me right now, 406-888-1029 to be entered for your chance to win a $10 Florence Coffee Company gift card. We'll be doing this all month here on ESPN Radio, so keep that number handy, 406-888-1029. Text me right now for your chance to win a $10 Florence Coffee Company gift card. Let's have some laughs with Carolyn, chick who doesn't know sports. Well, I've only been doing this for five years. I've only been recording these interviews with my headphones on. And Carolyn just asked, should we wear our headphones? I said, well, I always do. You can if you'd like. I didn't know. Is this going to scare you? It's kind of weird, but... Now you're listening to yourself? I I don't know. Is this going to throw you off? Kind of. I think I'm going to take them off. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I feel more professional with them on. Well, nobody's watching because we're not on live TV right now. Check those little sports here uh, on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. But you can't see Carolyn because we're pre-recording this here uh, on this Thursday. Usually we're listening to these on Fridays, but... uh, Rod James Seabrook coming in for a little freestyle Friday tomorrow, so I'm playing this for you on a Thursday. Uh, ton to get to. First of all, give me the rating. What did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, yes. Um, the first half was so stupid because I just, I'm sorry. I don't like that begging for Putang music, okay? <laughs> That's what I call it. Well, I say it worse, but I don't, that was too um, slow and, you know, sensual. 
once we got to turn down the what? Oh my gosh. I was happy. You want to know the funniest part is of uh, most of Usher's like super slow jams. Mm -hmm. He wrote all those when he was like a teenager. I know. He was a dirty little bird. Think about your son like writing a song like nice and slow. Like right now. No, thank you. I was telling this to Krista because she also has a a 16-year-old son as well. She's like, it's not even in the realm of possibilities. No. They're not even thinking about these romantic thoughts. I mean, they are, but they're not. Uh, they're not that romantic, though. They're no, all- <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. They're not like, let me lay you down. <laughs> well, Usher looks great. Uh, he got married right after mm-hmm. the uh, the halftime show, so uh, good for him. I was, I, I guess, I was surprised that he wasn't married, but also maybe surprised that he would get married if he wasn't already married. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know but I did notice he took his shirt off, and um, I was offended. Why? Because. Janet Jackson got in big trouble when her <laughs> shirt popped off. Oh, man. And Usher can just slowly unbutton his. My mom said the exact same thing. She's yeah. like, Janet Jackson is of a similar age and was shirtless, and she got in trouble. And yep. now Usher's up there shirtless. Yeah. This is the new thing, though. Adam Levine was all shirtless That's as true, well. That's true. But he's covered in tattoos, so he looks like he has a shirt on. Huh. I did love the roller skating. That was fun. I wonder how long that took, the practice. Oh, my God. I would have been on my butt. Oh, so often. Yeah. And then those stripper poles were problematic because they didn't look like they were safe. Indeed. Like they needed better. I don't know what was going on. I was like, yeah. one of these girls is going to break a neck. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh what else did you like the game? Did you watch any of the game? We, did you only tune in for the halftime? We ended up watching the whole game. Wow. The four of us. Is that the first full football game you've ever watched? I think so. Wow. It was <laughs> um, a great game. It was a great game. I had a, I had a, my, so Saturday night, my husband, it, my husband's birthday was Sunday. So I thought we were going out. And then Saturday night he said, you know, I think I'd like to watch the game and have you make your, have you make your, uh, Buffalo chicken dip because nice. he loves this. And so I was like, okay, pivot. So I went to the store, got all the stuff. I set up a whole little Super Bowl snack table. Wow. I know. I went all out. And we sat and watched the game. It was super fun. I loved the game because it was a real nail biter. It, it certainly was. Yeah. Do you think it was rigged? No. <laughs> that was the rumor. Well, it's always going to be the rumor. Okay. Man. The pro sports aren't rigged, but there's like there's calls that go to the advantage of the team that is the most advantageous to the league's reputation for that team to win sometimes. Yeah. Okay. This only happens when there's like golden moments in the league, though, like when they have players that like Mahomes is going to figure out a way to win it no matter what. Mm-hmm. But it's also great for the league for him to win it. Yeah. It's just like the Jordan rules, right? Right, right, right. Michael Jordan used to get all the calls as well. But he also yeah. earned all those calls, and he was the best player. And so well, how do you reconcile? style? Who was saying it was rigged? What conspiracy theory website are you uh, reading? Just the whole internet. The internet. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that that is the, the place. <laughs> so a couple of things about the Super Bowl um, I wanted to address. Okay. As she crosses <laughs> it out. Got um, one off. Travis Kelsey yelling at Andy Reid. Yeah. People are now saying they're worried for Taylor Swift because he's now a wife beater or something. And I'm like, okay, everyone relax. Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone can understand what they're feeling in the Super Bowl in that for moment. Sure. Such a close game. I, I He apologized to Andy Reid after. For sure. 
it wasn't a good look, but I don't think Travis is like a bad guy. I also don't think it's a bad look. I mean, here's the thing. To have that level of authentic emotion in the scope of the biggest moment of your life, yeah. it means it's because you love that right. person. You would never yell at anybody like that unless you knew that like that was okay. Right. Very, there's some exceptions, like a completely psychopathic outburst or something, but that's not what that was. No. I mean, like Travis Kelsey said, when they asked him about it in the post game, he said, oh, you guys saw that? Yeah. He's like, uh, I just told him I loved him, yeah. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, regardless, there, there's there's no uh, toxic animosity there. Those guys are uh, coexisting at a perfectly yeah, fine Yeah, and level. I don't think he's um, a violent person. I think he was... Well, it. he plays in the NFL. Well, so. I just mean I don't think he's beating people, you know? No. I think he's... He got caught up in the moment. I also think Taylor Swift could probably uh, stand up for herself pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they were super cute on the field after and blah, blah, blah. You know, that was all great. Um, this whole deal has been so funny to watch the outburst and all the craziness around the Taylor Swift thing. Guess how long she was on the screen during the Super Bowl? I don't know. 54 seconds. Okay. That's nothing. Right. Why are people freaking out? I don't know why people care so much. I I have to say, though, she looked like she was having the best time ever. Yes. And then they panned. She's pounding wine. She's pounding beers and wine. Whatever she was pounding. She she was hanging out with Jason in his goofy overalls. I mean. That's the brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought you meant Patrick Mahomes' brother. No, that's. He he was having problems. Jackson. Places as well. Yeah. Um, She, Paul McCartney was there. She introduced Paul McCartney to Travis Kelsey's dad. I was so jealous at that moment. I bet you were. Um, Did you see Jason's after party? Yes. (laughs) With the the luchador wrestling mask. He looks like so much fun. He definitely is fun. Yeah. Uh, He would be one of those ones where it was really fun to drink with him until it wasn't. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because then you're like, okay, we need to go home. And he's like, no, we're partying for four more hours. I'm drinking 20 more. He looks like he can hang. And I... (laughs) Yeah, well, being 6'3", 300 uh, helps you for sure. He looked like, um, yeah, they looked like they were in fun. So one thing that made me sad was (laughs) the end of the Super Bowl and all the confetti's coming down. And then they show the 49ers sitting on the bench yeah. with the confetti coming down on them and they're so sad and definitely sad do they go to the party after do you think so everybody gets a party marty marnaway told this story on the show on monday the party when you win is the greatest party you've ever been to the party when you lose is just awful but the generally the organization makes you go because they've th- put on this whole party so you have to go for like a minute yeah and everybody's just like okay when can we leave we got to get out of here this sucks i don't want to do really any, they yeah. don't they don't want to just go and celebrate that they were at the super bowl Man, I, mean, I mean that is a huge it's huge it's just like any other championship though like when you lose the championship it's better to lose in the semifinals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we always think this at the state basketball tournaments, because if you lose in the semifinals, you can still win the third place game, and then that means you won your last game of the year. Yeah. And even though you got third and not second, the team that got second lost the championship, and so they're going to be heartbroken. It's just a tough way to be. Yeah. I just felt bad for them and thought, you know, they should be really proud of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Th- this group of guys has been on this in this position before. They lost in this exact same way, not in overtime, but in a, you know, Mahomes game winning drive mm-hmm. several years ago. It's just really hard to be, it's really hard to be as good as the, the 49ers have been and not get over the top. Yeah. Well, my son um, was taught a tough lesson. He bought, he 
bet $10 on the game mm. for the 49ers. Mm. And he thought he was going to win. He's walking around the basement. I am so, I am so lucky. I am so awesome. He thought he was so great. And then that last play. Yeah. Oh, and then we bet chores. He has to um, clean toilets this week because oh, I man. bet on the Chiefs. Wow. So he had a rough day. Well, you know, yeah. He learned, he, he learned about betting. Lose, so yeah, exactly. Don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. That's the lesson. And then there's the streaker. Man, check it out those sports here on ESPN Radio, SWX by Television, and the ESPN MT app presented by Buff City Soap. Um, they didn't show him, right? They didn't show him, but he wasn't even naked. He just took a shirt off, so mm. it's not like it was that big of a deal. But he went on Instagram after and said he spent $42,000 on his ticket. To get kicked out. To get kicked out. And he said it's a lifelong... Who $42,000 to spend on a ticket? I don't know. If you look at this guy's Instagram, it is D-Bag City. <laughs> I mean, he is, uh, but. I love sports so much. I would never spend $42,000 on anything. No. <laughs> like literally anything. Seriously. He, um, he was pretty proud of it. He said he's, it's his lifelong dream to streak at the Super Bowl. Wow. What a lifelong dream. I don't know. He didn't even go full Monty? No, he didn't even show everything. And then he, he wrote his Instagram handle on his chest. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, dork. Dominic Foxworth had a great point. He said, next time somebody goes streaking in their full Monty, we should just show it. Especially if it's a guy. Just embarrass them. And it's cold. Just yeah. embarrass them. Yeah. You know? Like, if, if you knew that you had just a close-up of your of your little February... Junk. ...hanging out there, yeah. like, good luck. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants 125 million people to see your... Uh, Flaccid. <laughs> when it's, when it's <laughs> 15 degrees outside. Exactly. I guess Vegas, it was warm. It was inside, whatever. But still. It's uh, he's probably... Anyway, I'm not going to get into the... Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're already going down the slippery slope here. <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. Um, I was rooting for the Chiefs. I absolutely loved how they showed... Um, well, first of all, I love all the memes. You know I love a meme. So all the memes that have come out from the Super Bowl are amazing. <clears throat> but then they showed the Taylor Swift suite yeah. and then the Kardashian suite. Oh, they had a suite. And the Kardashian suite looked so boring and lame. They were all on their phones. They're all dressed in black. I mean, it just looked miserable. See, this is, okay, so this is what's hilarious to me about the rich and famous and our obsession with the rich and famous. We all watch things like, well, we, not me, but you guys all watch things like the Kardashians, like see this extravagant lifestyle and th things like that. And then you're like, I wonder what it would be like. It'd be so great. It's not great. Here's the thing. you When you have everything and you don't have to work for anything, then you just become numb to all of it. Right. Like they're just sitting up there like, yeah. they're not like, like, oh my God, I'm at the Super Bowl. I just paid $1.5 for the suite. They're just sitting up there like, oh, I'm texting. Let's yeah. have some more champagne because we're going to another thing after this and another thing after this yeah. and another thing after this. Nothing is, is exciting. It's all just yep. the same. Yeah. It looked hilariously boring. It was so funny. <laughs> like, talk about not appreciating what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's just human nature, though, to also just get numb to it, right? Right. So, like, oh, just another Super Bowl. Exactly. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. All right. Uh, what else you got? All right. So my favorite part of the Super Bowl is the commercials. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted... not pay attention to any of them. You didn't? Nuh-uh. Okay. So Sunday, I get nestled into the couch with my chips and my buffalo dip. And I think to myself, I am so happy. I have a Tom Brady-less Super Bowl. And then he shows up in like three ads. The actually the only ad I do remember I thought was uh, probably the best one because it's the only one I remember. The Dunkin' Donuts yes, ad was that funny. was my favorite ad minus that was funny him. Minus him. He didn't need to be in it. 
It made it funny, though. No. Ben Affleck made it funny. Yeah, but him on, like, the keyboard and, like, Matt Damon deadpanning. It was pretty funny. How do you like them donuts? (laughs) I mean, that was so good. That was good. I loved it. They sold those suits. Did you see that? I told Dan I want to get those for Halloween. Okay. Well, the original ones were, like, uh, went for a lot of money. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to make them. Uh, All right. Okay, so Duncan was number one to me. Okay. State Farm with uh, Arnold. I know. I don't remember. Tell me about it. Oh, he was filming a movie or he was filming an ad for State Farm and instead of saying like a good neighbor he kept saying like a good neighbor oh and right right had that okay. whole thing. yeah remember that I loved that one here's how I'm purposely I am to advertising I need to have the commercial told to me again to actually make it resonate that's okay that's why I'm so good what about the Jesus ads, ads? what do you think of those <laughs> those have been strange uh, since the beginning yeah yeah I was not into those Skechers with Mr. T was pretty funny. Mr. T, uh, uh-huh. a little nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, the Reese's with Caramel one was so funny and dumb. It was, I don't remember. It was just like they were saying, I don't even remember. It was a group of people and they said, hey, Reese's is making Reese's peanut butter cups with caramel. But we're not making a lot. And people were like, oh, anyway, it was just dumb. It was stupid. Okay. It was funny. I can't explain it. <laughs> So are you like taking notes of all the commercials while you're doing this? No, I just oh. have a great memory. Even um, with the wine. I didn't really have any wine. Oh, good job. Yeah. I had two glasses. That's good. Yeah. Over the whole game. It's an adequate amount. Yeah. Yeah. Snapchat though, they made an ad saying. They have commercials now? Well, they did in the Super Bowl and it was all about less social media, more Snapchat. But Snapchat hmm. is social media. So I thought that was stupid. Right. And. Snapchat is probably even more addicting to teens than oh, yeah. Instagram or whatever. So that one was a big Man, whatever. Snapchat, what a weird thing. But. I'm too old for Snapchat. Yeah, right? I have it because I thought I could like watch my kids and f- figure out what they're doing. And I am I See, can't. my wife has it and all of her friends and they always send them little pictures of their kids and stuff. And I, it just weirds me out. No, I'm just like, here, I'll take a picture and text it to you. Right. Okay. Here's. Okay. So Bud Light. They could have really done something great. And I I feel like they missed the mark. And okay. and before I go into my idea, I don't need anyone saying that I'm bad or this is cancelable or whatever. This is just Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Last year, as we know, Bud yeah. Light Kate was controversial because sure. they had pride cans and they had a a trans person promoting it, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes. People freaked out. Unnecessarily. People freaked out. Unnecessarily. People were refusing to buy Bud Light, blah, blah, blah. They, their marketing director or whoever came up with the campaign said they wanted to rebrand because they felt that their core audience was, you know, getting older and they needed to get a new audience. So they thought they'd get these Gen Z kids, you know. Yes. It backfired tremendously. Here's what I think they should have done for their commercial. Okay. They should have had. Oh my God. Here we go. Okay. They should have had the hot chick, like a hot influencer chick that everybody young knows, right? Walk into the fridge. Okay. Grabs a Bud Light. Yep. Cracks it open. Yep. She kind of turns into Hulk, but instead of the Hulk, it's Jason Kelsey. Okay. And then it's like Bud Light. Turns boys into men or Bud Light. It's for the dudes or something like that. Yeah, you can never get away with that anymore. But that's the point. I get it. It's so stupid and crazy and like it's supposed to be funny. Yes. And like 
no beer is going to make you gay and no beer is going to make you straight. <laughs> so just drink Bud Light if you like it. Uh, man, it's like it's like my brother always said. It's uh, it's so weird. And I'm going to get in trouble for this, but... No, your brother is. It's so <laughs> weird that it's that that made people stop drinking Bud Light. Not the crappy Not flavor. Not just terrible <laughs> beer. It's basically urine. Like, yeah. I mean, I get the allure. If you're going to drink all day or whatever, I get it. Because you can have a lot more of those without getting tipped over than the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But man, it just tastes like nothing to me. It tastes like soda water. Yeah. It's like LaCroix. It's like rice flavored <laughs> soda water. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think if Bud Light's listening, they should do my ad. I think it would be hilarious. And just try and laugh and clap back at the whole. They could have done something really cool in the Super Bowl to sort of spoof the whole situation. They could have for sure. And they didn't. Well, Tino's a sports here on ESPN Radio. Poor Bud Light. Maybe not, though. Uh, <laughs> it's now. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in here on this Thursday. Uh, what else you got this week? All right. So something else happened besides the Super Bowl. What else happened? Basketball. Yeah, lots so, of basketball. Clippers versus Warriors. Did you hear about what uh, happened? I know what happened. Huge brawl. Mm. The Clippers... Coach got ejected from the game last night because Whoa. this was last night. Yeah, okay. so Draymond Green mm -hmm. fouled Plumley. Yeah, Mason Plumley. Then Plumley gets fouled by someone else. I can't remember his name. Okay, and then ends up he the foul doesn't get called, so he basically punches the guy. Okay, three times. Wow. Everyone gets on the field, or not the field, the court. The court. Everyone's, you know, yelling, yeah. whatever. The coach is getting into the ref's face, and he gets ejected. The James, Clippers coach of the... Yeah, okay. the Clippers. James okay. Harden was, like, holding his coach back. Whoa. What is... They're, they've gone mad. They've definitely gone mad. Well, Draymond needs to stop inciting all this stuff. True. But they need to... I mean, what's... what? I don't what know. What else can I don't they do except to, kick him out, right? I, yeah, that's all they can do. I don't really know what to tell you when it comes to all this. I mean, this is this has been a part of the NBA for a really long time. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Well, it's just they just play a lot of games. They're like highly competitive guys. There's a lot of smack talking going on. I don't really know how you reel it in, though. I mean, I would be more concerned with this kind of nonsense than with what Travis Kelsey did to Andy Reid. Totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's funny, though, because the NBA is just, there's so many more games, like very, comparatively, so few people were watching that last night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if this happens on NFL Sunday, tens of millions of people know about it. Yeah. I didn't even know about it. I'm the ESPN guy. You know um, what I mean? You got to get on the New York Post. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you do about this. It is uh, it is interesting, though. Uh, I, some people would say it's like a reversion to the old NBA, and that's a good thing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's like just turning into WWE. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. What else you got? All right. So LeBron. Yeah. His son, Bronny, is yeah. eligible for the 2024 draft. Okay. LeBron wants to play as long as, um, until his son enters the NBA and play yep. with him. Yep. So there's really good chances that he's going to try and play. Bronny's going to try and play yes. this year because mm -hmm. LeBron's 40. That's right. Sorry. Um, so chances are Lakers will draft him just to keep LeBron. Right. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, the Warriors tried to trade for LeBron James yeah. uh, during the over the trade deadline, 
which was funny. Um, it's what is Bronny James is still remains a huge question to me. Like he is on his own accord. Let's say he wasn't LeBron James's son, probably like a second round draft pick, a guy that would maybe have a chance to make it in the league. But I mean, he, for example, he's only averaging six points per game in college. Like really? he, he's not even close to like one of the best college players. Like he's nowhere in the realm of the best college players. That doesn't make you necessarily the, the best college players aren't always the best NBA prospects either though. Cause a lot of times guys are just way more like grown man. Like the guy at uh, San Diego state right now. I mean, he's the, he's the best player on the West coast. He's also 25 years old and he's playing against 19 year olds. <laughs> so he, he has a definitive advantage. Like yeah. when he goes to the NBA, he won't be a grown man anymore. Cause he's going to be playing against grown men. Right. So, Bronny James does have some upside. I don't know. We have never been in this situation before. Right. There's never been a time where nepotism could get you into the NBA. Because there was never a time where a guy had to a play kid. That late. Right. Like, yeah. there was never a guy that had a son that was of that was only this much younger than him to play. Yeah. There's only one other example of this. That's Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. But that's baseball. Right. And Ken Griffey Jr. made it to the major leagues when he was 19. So that also huge advantage. So I don't know. I don't know what I think of all this. If the Lakers do this for some sort of publicity stunt and also just to keep LeBron James around, that's fine. It's just a matter of is that actually the best thing for your organization or not? Or your son. Right. Maybe staying in college would be a good idea. Yeah. He's at USC after all. I mean, yeah. why not just... It just sounds like... He's pr- putting pressure on everybody to have this dream of playing in the NBA with his son. I also think it's going to be a bad dynamic for the Lakers. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's just, he's just going to, I just don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would favor my kids if I was playing. Sure. Yeah. Well, so Giannis Antetokounmpo has three brothers that all are like very fringe NBA players, but that have all been bouncing around NBA rosters. And it's been like this funny game of chess because Giannis always wants to have at least one of his brothers on his team, but there's been like the other two have been getting contracts that they probably don't deserve. Oh. Because every time Giannis comes up to be a free agent, like they want to have a lure to get him to go somewhere else. Interesting. <laughs> so, That's wild. It's totally wild. I just, I don't think it's a good, uh, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I think Bronny should stay put. I think LeBron should retire. When, well, you know, know. Here's the thing is like, LeBron James is not going to play forever. It might seem like he is, but he's, he, we are in the window now where it's, I don't know. He had a dunk the other night where you're like, is that guy 25 still? <laughs> I mean, he's still yeah. such a freak, but I'd say at the absolute maximum, he's going to play like five more years. Till he's 45? Maybe. That's crazy. Maybe. I don't know. I maybe mean, he is in great shape. three but... more years. I don't know. It, it's not that long compared to how old Bronny James is, though. So then when LeBron isn't in the league anymore, is LeBron James Jr. good enough to stay in, to the, stay league. in the league? Exactly. That's the biggest question. And then it's like... He's also LeBron James' son, though. He has nothing to worry about. I know, but I just, I just don't think that's a good example either. Like... Drop out of college so we can play in the NBA together. Or LeBron didn't even go to college. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LeBron like literally got himself disqualified from going to college before he was ever, that was ever even an option because he knew he was going to the NBA. Okay. Do you remember this whole thing? No. LeBron got a brand new Hummer when he was like 17 years old, and he got it on credit. 
because the creditors were like, well, you're LeBron James. We know you're going to be able to pay us back. But that's like an illegal gift. So then he was basically ruled ineligible to ever oh, go to college. Ever? Was, this there, was before the there was no Yeah, there was no chance he was ever going to college anyways, yeah. but he was definitely ruled huh. ineligible. Well, then he should even be, be even more, you know, supportive of his son getting a college education. Yeah, you'd think so. I just think it's a bad idea. And it could really affect their relationship. What do they call these people? This is like a thing. It's like a Nepo baby. Nepo baby, yeah. Which which Nepo baby has turned out well? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think like Kate Hudson's got a great career. And, oh, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. Um, Dakota Johnson. She's got a little career. Glenn Johnson's her dad. Gus Johnson. Miami Vice. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. <laughs> and Melanie Griffith is her mom. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's Dakota Johnson's mom. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. They were quite the power couple in the 80s. Huh. She doesn't look like them. She looks like Don Johnson. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, who else? I don't know. My kids. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's kids? How are they doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> What's the kid's name? Blanket? Blanket, I think, <laughs> is, is just laying around. I get it? Laugh. That's so mean. It's not that kid's fault. No, he's probably not a kid anymore. He's probably my age. Actually, right? Paris Jackson was at the Grammys, and she released. I think she has like an album coming out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's very beautiful, and I hope she's doing okay because those kids, huh. you know, it's definitely it. weird having a, a famous mom. Yeah, tell, talk to my kids. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave a, I'll leave the names out of this because I actually know my friend listens to this show. But one of my good friends is the the son of a oh I know very famous uh, Hollywood actress, and uh, we actually my parents actually bought their house from from this lady, uh, and then we stayed friends because he was just in the neighborhood. Then they moved away and then he came back here for college. We reconnected like 15 years later. We were friends from when we were like six until nine and then reconnected like when we were in college. We ended up living together for a very brief amount of time. We got kicked out of this house after like four months because we had so many parties, but it's a great time. Uh, But in the midst of that living together, my other, our other roommate would put all the famous movies of my buddy's mom (laughs) on the downstairs TV and just leave them on there just to piss off my friend. I'm Did like, it piss him off? Oh, he'd be like, what are you guys doing? Why are you guys doing that? This is my mom. Like, get over it. That's Why, what she does for work. He should have been like, yeah, look, I have college paid for. <laughs> I don't have to work. When you're a 19-year-old guy and you're getting made. I mean, Listen, if they were putting up pictures of her mom, like a posters sure. of her, his mom in a bathing suit, like, you know, that would be awkward. But yeah. Anyway. It, it, well, yeah. Having a hot mom. It's an interesting thing. I mean, all the moms are hot now. I was thinking this yeah. the other day. They're all hot. It is. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, uh, I'm hanging out with my wife and her friends. Granted, all of our babies are babies still. But I was like, man, moms were not this hot. No, when they I were was not. A kid. I've been rewatching 90210. Yeah. And um, that, where do you even watch that? It's on Pluto TV. Oh that was God. another good commercial, the Pluto TV couch potato commercial. Okay. But they have a 90210 channel. Oh my God! I mean, every Just what you need. all for day free. for free. Oh man! So the moms on on Niner were not hot, right? I mean, and they were a couple of them were trying to be hot, like hot moms in the yeah. LA, but they were not hot. The moms now are hot, all over the place. Yeah, hot moms all over the world. Yeah, <laughs> not on Saturday's Radio.
Chicken and Soap Sports presented by Buff City Soap. Uh, what's up with Buff City Soap? What do they got cooking these days? Well, they had a fantastic Valentine's Day, I thanks to all did. of you. In fact, a couple listeners went in and said they heard well, our ads. On. So please continue to do that. Yeah, that's good. Not only does it make me look good, but you're going to be happy with anything you get at Buff City Soap. So they um, are right up North Reserve near Albertsons. They've got the bath bombs. They've got the laundry soap. They have the most amazing candles that burn and they smell like they smell so good. The and candles are they, uh, great. Yeah, they have great candles. They have, I mean, they have all sorts of stuff. So check them out. Locally owned and operated Buff City Soap. Go to their Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula and smell wonderful. Buff City Soap presenting the Chicken Desert Sports each week here on Nuana's Now Special Thursday Edition. And uh, we'll see. We'll see which day we keep it on. But uh, thanks for swinging by a little earlier this week, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. There you go. The best 30 minutes you'll find on Nuanez now all week long. Thanks to Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, for stopping by the studio and blessing us with her uh, unique knowledge. We have some more Nuanez now coming up for you right after the break. Got to get out. When we come back, we'll hear from Easton Sant, star point guard of the Hellgate Boys basketball team. There's a big boys basketball game in town tonight. In fact, a big hoops doubleheader tonight at Dahlberg Arena. You might have heard about it. The Golden Goat, Colter Nuanez, Hellgate point guard Easton Sant. Right after this, you're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds. <laughs> okay, yeah. But we can facilitate that. Right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. That doesn't get you excited. I don't know what is. And uh, we want to get you excited here on Nuanez Now because it's a big basketball weekend here in the Garden City. And that's getting started in just about 20 minutes over there at Dahlberg Arena. It's the Golden Goat game. Games, I should say, uh, between Missoula Hellgate and Missoula Sentinel. That'll take place at Dahlberg Arena tonight. We're already seeing, uh, I was just scrolling Twitter, seeing some great uh, student section costumes. Our guy Sean Rainey from SWX Montana is over there. Uh, Great night of basketball and uh, camaraderie and uh, fun at Dahlberg Arena. And then on Saturday, we got another basketball doubleheader. Cats and Grizz for the second time this season coming over to Missoula after the first meeting between the two in Bozeman in mid-January. What's up, Montana? Andrew Houghton bringing you Nuanez now here on a Thursday. Snow seems to have slowed down a little bit outside the Missoula Broadcasting Company studios here in the Garden City. So again, I hope if you were listening to us on your drive home, everybody got home safe. We're going to finish up here on a Thursday with a little bit of uh, more basketball talk, focusing on the high school games tonight. The Golden Goat Games, Colter Nuanez caught up with Hellgate point guard Easton Sant. We'll have that in just a minute. And then in the last segment to take you home, our producer Jeff Safford, he's heading over to the Golden Goat, I believe, for the first time 
ever. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about what his expectations for that game are. We'll have full coverage of whatever the results of those games are tomorrow for you here on Nuanez Now. We'll also have Rajim Seabrook back in studio. Our guy skipped a week, but our regular Friday co-host Rajim Seabrook will be back in studio tomorrow as well. Without further ado, here's Coulter Nuanez, Hellgate point guard, Easton Sant. Well, time for our latest edition of the Class AA Spotlight. And tonight in Missoula, a big one. They uh, battle for the Golden Goat, always one of the most fun nights of the year in the Garden City. Missoula Hellgate, the defending state champs, off to a great start, still unbeaten in Western AA play. And we're joined now by one of their top players, junior point guard Easton Sant. Easton, thanks for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. First of all, uh, I know that uh, you're getting prepared for this big game. What's it like playing in this thing? I mean, the Golden Goat is always one of the biggest turnouts of the year and always so many people going all crazy. Uh, it must be so much fun playing in a game like that. Yeah, no, it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of people, a lot of energy. It's just a lot of fun to be a part of. Well, take me through uh, your guys' great start so far this year. I guess, first of all, take me through kind of the preparation for this season because you had such a great year last year, but you lost so many key players. So what was the offseason like, and uh, what sort of mentality did you guys take into the offseason as the defending state champs but having to replace so much? Oh, uh, yeah, we just knew that since we lost so many so many good seniors that a lot of us would have to step up and you know, play a lot more. And then, yeah, we just took it one game at a time, and we're doing pretty well so far, so that's good. Yeah, definitely. And you guys have some young uh, players. I mean, a lot of guys that are getting playing time are – are just sophomores. So, uh, what's been the key for those guys? How, how do you how what do you thought of just sort of the way that they've embraced their roles? Yeah, no, I mean, just in practice, we're we're all just getting reps, and you know, we're all like playing together, and so just it helps our younger kids. Like when they're out on the court, they know what they're doing. Defensively, you guys have been really good this year as well. I mean, how would you describe just the the mentality Coach Hayes wants you guys to have on defense? Yeah, we knew that we'd have to step up on defense with how like small we are and just how young we are so we just we knew if we communicate and just work together that even though that we're so small we can we can be a good defensive team easton sant joining us here on nuan is now espn radio junior point guard for the hellgate knights hellgate and sentinel square off at dahlberg arena thursday night I mean, speak, speaking of those, the senior class though from last year, what did you guys learn from those guys? I mean, they they were a great class and obviously went out on top. So, what did you take away from them? What sort of things did uh, you bring into this year that maybe you learned from those guys? Uh, I'd say mainly just being confident and just learning to just like trust your teammates and just like play together, you know. For sure. Have you played with some of these guys for a while now, or what's the what's that aspect of your guys' team like? Uh, I haven't played with them for too long, but I've, like, known all of them for a really long time. And, like, I mean, not played with them on a team, but sure. just, like, pick up basketball and everything like that. So we all know each other really well. We're all really good friends. Yeah, because it's kind of interesting because you're a junior, uh, just a couple seniors, right? Yeah, we, we just have one senior. Yeah, just one senior and then a ton of sophomores. So kind of a blending of multiple classes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I know uh, Zane Gilhouse had a great uh, beginning of his sophomore year as well. What sort of, I mean, how would you just describe his skill set? What sort of things does he bring to your team? Yeah, he's, he's really good for our team. He, he helps with, like, just being, like, a, having a big guard. And he's really good on defense. And he can shoot really well, too. Well, how about this matchup with the Spartans then? You, you saw them once. You played them uh, at their gym. And you guys took care of business pretty easily. So what do you take from that matchup into this match? Uh, yeah, we, I mean, we kind of just 
leave that game behind and just take it one game at a time. So we'll see. What do you think Sentinel does well? I mean, what sort of things are you guys going to be keying on uh, on Thursday night? Uh, we know they play a good zone defense. and I mean, they're basically a different team than, than what we played last time with different guys uh, getting more minutes and everything like that. So not really sure what to expect. Yeah, it's interesting. They've had uh, they definitely turned a corner. They've been playing better lately and uh, certainly changed up their rotation. So uh, should be fun. When it comes to this on your guys' end, what sort of things are, are you guys going to be keying on? What sort of things do you guys need to do to, to have success? Uh, we just know defense mainly get us to where we want and just just playing together through whatever happens. Well, I know that uh, a lot of work to be done before the state tournament, but one of the reasons we're doing this Class AA spotlight is because the tournament's in Missoula, and it's been a long time since it's been in Missoula. So uh, I know you're not looking ahead to that quite yet, but, I mean, just the fact that it's here, what does that what does that do for you? I mean, do you, you guys must love the fact that it's in your hometown if, if things goes your way. Yeah, that just makes us want to get there even more and yeah, it's really us. Easton here on our Class AA Spotlight. Hellgate versus Sentinel on uh, Thursday night, Dahlberg Arena. Easton, thanks for being here, man. Really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. There's a lot of basketball talent in the state that year. That guy is something special. Easton Sant, Hellgate point guard, joining Coulter Nuanez for the Class AA Spotlight here on Nuanez Now. Hellgate and Sentinel facing off in the Golden Goat Games tonight at Dahlberg Arena. We'll talk a little bit more about that with our producer Jeff Safford after the break, but that'll wrap up the Class AA Spotlight. Class AA Spotlight brought to you by Grizzly Disposal, Montana Imaging Center, Florence Coffee Company, Stockman Bank, Paradise Falls, the Jewelry Design Center, and Dazzler's Car Wash. Big thanks to all of our sponsors. We'll continue to bring you coverage of all things Class AA basketball across the state leading up to those Class AA basketball tournaments in Missoula in a couple weeks. Almost done here on a Thursday. One more segment to go. Jeff Safford, expectations, previews for his first Golden Goat games. He's heading down there right after the show. We'll talk about that to take you home here on a Thursday. You're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. 
is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, Montana? I'm Andrew Houghton. Sitting in for Colter Nuanez on Nuanez Now. You're watching on SWX Montana. Keep it locked to SWX Montana coming up right after the show. The Golden Goat game between Hellgate and Sentinel. What a unique event in Montana, in Missoula. Not only a crosstown basketball game, but also a war between the student sections uh, for originality, school spirit. All that stuff will be judged, and at the end of the day, the winner goes home with the Golden Goat. Our producer, Jeff Safford, is heading over to the Golden Goat game at Dahlberg Arena right after this. Jeff, your first time, correct? Yes, yes. I've never been able to experience this whole tradition in person. I know it's been going on for the last four or five years. I'm excited to check it out. Well, you're in for a treat uh, what are you most looking forward to about th- this whole experience? For me, it's just the unique environment. And the things that I've looked at leading up to this game really makes it special is obviously the environment in the gymnasium. Both student sections get fired up, making it a game within a game, so to speak. And the thing I thought that was really cool as well was talking with both head coaches who are involved with the school and other aspects outside off the basketball court saying, hey, like I'm seeing students, members of the community that have never been to a basketball game this season. And it's bringing, it's truly a community event. It's more than just about basketball. It's about representing your school, your community. And I think that's awesome. Well, that's right. It's going to be quite the experience down there at Dahlberg Arena or if you're watching with our partners SWX Montana, there's going to be some pretty good basketball too, particularly the Hellgate boys. We just talked to Knights point guard Easton Sant. Uh, they are one of the best teams in the state, and they are always worth the price of admission, even if it doesn't come with the craziness off the court. It's not the only big basketball game in Dahlberg Arena this weekend. Cat Grizz Hoops coming to Missoula on Saturday. We'll have more coverage of those games coming up for you tomorrow. Rajim Seabrook will be in studio with Coulter Nuanez. We'll also hear from Montana Grizzly power forward Laulu Oke uh, and more to take you home here this week. Coming up on ESPN Radio, Seattle Kraken Hockey. Kraken taking on one of the best teams in the league, the Boston Bruins in Boston. 1-1 right now. In that game, thank you, Jeff, for the update. You can listen to the rest of that game right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio, where you can keep it locked to SWX Montana for the Golden Goat game from Dahlberg Arena. Been a pleasure having you with us here on a Thursday. We'll be back with you tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel, 4 p.m. ESPN Radio. This has been Nuanez Now. Colter Nuanez from 
ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with their shirt on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. That's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now (laughs) for the University of Montana. What's that like being a Montana kid? Um, It's different for sure. Um, You know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, You know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.